0: So our readings today kind of give us this bridge between these two comings of Christ that we're preparing for. As we ended the last liturgical year and even last week, the readings were mainly focused on that second coming, on that, the final end. St. Peter in the second reading talks about that again today. But our gospel, fulfilling their prophecy of the first reading Now, directs our gaze to the incarnation, to the birth of our Savior, Jesus Christ. And so we go to the beginning of Mark's Gospel, where he begins with that word, the beginning, which any good Jew and any great Catholic scripture scholar, when we hear that word, the beginning, our hearts, our minds automatically go to the book of Genesis. I know if I would have done a survey and raised hands and everyone said, yes, Father, I thought immediately about the book of Genesis. Because the book of Genesis, the first book of our salvation history, begins that way, in the beginning. And so we have in that phrase that continuation. And so what the book of Genesis lays out for us we can say that St. Mark is doing the same thing. And what happened in Genesis? There was a darkness, there was void, there was chaos, of a, a formless void of the wasteland. But the Holy Spirit came and hovered over that vast wasteland of nothingness, of chaos. And through that action of the Holy Spirit, creation came into existence, and there was order and structure and goodness. In fact, it was very good. And so we look at the gospel, the beginning of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. So where is the disorder? Where is the chaos? Where is the void that we need a new beginning? It's not so much in the physical world, but the spiritual reality of the heart's the hearts and minds of the chosen people who have been called so many centuries before to be a light to the nations, to be a vehicle, a vessel of God's mercy and his grace, that their lives would shine forth the goodness of God, and through their lives the whole world would be brought into order and structure and goodness. But that wasn't the case because of continual infidelity and idolatry, the story of the chosen people was again and again falling out of favor with God and God sending a messenger to proclaim the good news, to prepare the way. And that's what we had in the first reading. This prophet Isaiah preparing the people. With that word "prepare." In the desert, prepare a way. In the desert of your hearts, this season of Advent, the church is calling out to you, prepare a way. Prepare a way for the Lord. Fill in the valleys of guilt and shame and self-hatred. Tear down the mountains of pride and self-sufficiency. Make straight the path so that Christ, your Savior, can come. This is the beginning of the good news. So the good news didn't come just once. It's the beginning. It's the start. And we're living in this continual unfolding, pouring forth of the mercy of the goodness of God. The proclamation of the good news. And Isaiah said that, go on the mountaintop and shout, here is your God. Do you hear the call? Are you heeding the call? Have you listened well to the church's invitation to spend these weeks of Advent in silent preparation? Or have you jumped the gun and begun your celebrations already? Have you heeded this call? St. Peter in that second reading so beautifully lays out for us the situation that he was facing 2,000 years ago. But it's the same situation that we face today. Maybe he's writing 50, 60 years after the death of Jesus, maybe not so long, but the people have gotten tired of waiting. And maybe this Jesus guy is not coming back. Maybe we can go to our former ways of life and just, just go through and not really concern ourselves with that second coming, with the final judgment. And that's the warning that St. Peter gives. Do not ignore this fact that with the Lord, one day is a thousand years, and a thousand years is like a day. The Lord does not delay His promise as some regard delay. Like he got held up somewhere. Like I'm late for work or I'm late for Mass because of poor planning. Or something happened along the way that I'll get to it eventually. I got a notification on my phone or something came through. I'll get to whatever is most important later. No, this is not the delay of the Lord as he comes in glory. He's patient with you. Not wishing that any one of you should perish. But that each one of you, each one of us, everyone should come to repentance. But the day will come like a thief in the night. So don't get used to it not happening. Don't grow complacent and settle for mediocrity. Thinking that well one day I'll get my life together. One day I'll be in the right place. Like a thief in the night, he will come. Are you ready? What if that thief in the night comes right now? And this is your last moment. What if this is your last mass? Are you ready to encounter the loving arms, the loving embrace of our Father? This is why the call to repentance is a continual call. It was a call of John the Baptist. It was a call of Jesus. It was the call of the first apostles. And it's the call of the church every day since then to return to the Lord. That's what the word repentance means. It's to physically turn back. That in some way you have turned away, turn back. In some way you have dug valleys and you've constructed mountains, turn back. In some way, you've forgotten what's most important in your life. You've allowed other things and other people to take the place of God in your life. Turn back. With an excitement, with an eager expectation, St. Peter says at the end of that reading be eager to receive Him. Therefore, beloved, since you await these things, be eager. To be found without spot or blemish. Be eager to be found immaculate. We just celebrated the Immaculate Conception on Friday. It's the same words. This is the expectation. And this is what's available to each one of us through our practice of the faith. He says that since this is going to happen, since this is a reality, That all of this that we have will turn to dust. All the awards, all the football trophies, it all turns to dust. There will be a new heaven. There will be a new earth. And since we're waiting with eager expectation, conduct yourselves with holiness and devotion. That you should be a walking billboard for Jesus. We have labels on our shirts and on our shoes. We allow the commercial world to use us as a billboard for their things. Many of them are contrary to the gospel and we have no problem shining forth that message. St. Peter is inviting you today to shine forth the message of Jesus as you live a life of holiness and devotion. As you hear the call as you quiet your heart, as you gaze upon the face. Last week, let us see your face. Today, let us see your kindness. As we look upon the merciful Lord and we recognize the areas of our heart that are not yet converted, we ask for that grace. So, like our Blessed Mother, who was filled with the Holy Spirit, we too can be filled with the Holy Spirit. That we can live our lives with eager anticipation, not fearing that day, but with an eager excitement. We can't wait for that day, for the day when he comes in glory. But we can't get there unless we first repent, unless we first hear this call to conversion. Until we first know that we are in need of a Savior, and without Jesus Christ, we are dead. Would your life make any sense without Jesus Christ? How would your life change if there was no such thing as Jesus? Are you a walking billboard? Are you living a life of holiness and devotion? Have you repented? Since all these things will fade away, brothers and sisters, I urge you to lead that life of holiness and devotion with eager expectation without spot or blemish. Christ is coming, the time is near. Will you be ready?